0: good morning good morning we are going to get right into it because that is how we do it i appreciate everybody stopping in it is the last friday of the year i so appreciate you spending it with me i am cognizant of your time so let's get into it because there's a bunch of cool shit going on we'll get through the usuals and then we'll talk about some cool shit Crypto Greed and Fear Index is equal to yesterday. We are at 73. That is still in the greed zone. NFT sentiment is down one degree. We're coming in at 29. That registers as cold. Top search term for the normies in crypto is NEON. Call sign N-E-O-N. It's up 115% on the seven day. And this is awesome. Like you guys know I love these NFT. I, I love search terms. I think it the crypto green and fear index and the search terms are really indicative of when we're going to see market swing. So this is unusual and I haven't heard anybody talk about this and I absolutely love it. Top search term for NFT for the normies is NFT.GameStop. It looks like GameStop has gone live with their new beta, which is up and running. And before we get into it, I'm just going to touch on this too. So I was, I hopped on the nft.gamestop beta this morning was checking it out. Then what I found on there also, there's something that's really cool. It's called Pixel to Poly. So basically it gives you an opportunity to send in your 2D files and you can decide how you want them to come back. Meaning, do you want OBX or OBJ files? Um, They send you the full 3D workup and these are going to be the ways that you actually put whatever PFP you own into games as assets in the future. All this stuff is still in beta. I am not telling anybody to send money or send your your, your art to this address, but I am saying go scratch the surface and have a look. It is cool what is coming out. And the GameStop stuff, when it takes off, it kind of has this ability to just catch wildfire. So... Meme Coins, like all, GameStop, they were like, do not underestimate the power that GameStop has with the normies. So I, it was just awesome to see GameStop pop up on the Google search term this morning. BTC dominance, the Bitcoin dominance is down just a touch. ETH dominance is up a bit. Last night, we had some GigaChad, super smart. He swept 32 Utes last night and now holds 53 of those. That is smart money, in my opinion um the oh yeah so so this this place where you send in your nft you can get your you can get your file sent back to you in fbx or obj file so either the unreal engine or the unity engine they get your file back to you in 30 days so i thought that was absolutely brilliant <laughs> when we get into the nft stuff the eth nft volume was up 1.5% Sole volume was down 4.2% New NFT buyers up 2.1%, sole NFT buyers down 17.2%. Why is that? My initial knee-jerk reaction is is that as Normie saw sole price pumping, it crossed the three-digit mark. A bunch of people decided, hey, I'm going to ape in at 120 or whatever the price is. And they got discouraged because we saw a retracement. So... Sometimes that's indicative of what's going on. ETH active wallets are down 1%. Soul active wallets were down 16% on that 24 hours. A bunch of people butt hurt. Top sales on the ETH side, we had Autoglyph 113. It went for 180 ETH, AKA $412,000. We also saw a couple awesome podenzas sell in like the 75 to 70 ETH range, which is about 175K. What I love about the Autoglyphs and the Fidensis is is all of those, (laughs) granted they're digital artworks, they all represent really well in print format and they look absolutely stunning on your wall. And as art pieces, they do look like they will stand the test of time. Top sales on Salon are all the fucking Honeylands. Again, I've been playing that game. I do not see what the value is. It is. Okay, the poor, the Honeylands these these went for 21,000 Solana last night. That's 2.2 million dollars for a piece of land. I've been playing the game. I mean, it 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 has to be wash trading. Nobody's talking about it and these sales are just day after day after day. Like these are huge fucking sales. All right celsius gets a green light as the court approves its 225 million dollar mining company for bitcoin bitcoin mining stocks outperformed everything they were up 143 percent over the past year one of the best stocks to own was bitcoin mining they occupy basically 25 percent of the top cap trades on the stock market aka i do not think you're too late to the crowd or to the party, to buy Bitcoin mining stocks. I see a good future for this stuff moving forward. They're working on interesting things regarding the exo hash rate, which is how quick they're able to produce the coins. Um, We can, yeah, like, there's so much I want to scratch the surface on, but we have a bunch to get into, and I want to run through it. Keep, you know, like, I want you guys to be fucking informed. Okay, next up, for Bitcoin, if Bitcoin crosses... The, there's this magic number, right? $48,222. If it crosses that line in the next day or so, literally some, some technical people that I know are saying it could shoot up to 69,000. So, a couple of things are going to happen if that happens. One, if Bitcoin crosses the 50,000 mark, that is this psychological trigger. It is going to create FOMO, just like when Solana crossed 100. I think a bunch of people triggered and thought, I need to get in on this. I want to be a part of the run-up. And as soon as it retraces, people get really scared and nervous. It's part of the game. But Bitcoin has some really interesting numbers. And if they hit them, the FOMO is going to kick in. When you mix that with the ETF decision that should be coming, like a lot of shit's coming down the pike. Solana, we saw it go above 100, right? It faces key resistance. Today, we're at like 112 the next number is 120, and the next number is 125. Those numbers, not only are they TA numbers, technical analysis numbers, but they're psychological numbers. So if you watch, <clears throat> excuse me, today, 112, 120, and 125, every time we inch past those things, there's a good chance we're going to shoot to the next one. So just fun stuff to watch. Be on the lookout. Blur has been facing some fishing attacks. There were some mutant apes and some moonbirds taken. Um, it's called Fake Fishing eighteen seven zero one nine. That is the link, or the person that is doing this stuff. So they have been pretty successful taking people's assets. Company called Mix Mob is a blockchain gaming company. They're combining racing, DeFi, and NFTs. You can earn money. The exit ex, excuse me, executive producer is this guy named Pavel Bain, and he discusses the game's concept and the Web three approach and what's interesting about it is for this racing game they are going to be bringing in the mmx token so we are probably going to see some movement on that m excuse me mxm mxm i want to make sure to get that right that mxm token it will be used for in-game play and it should bring some value to that ecosystem we have skyweaver they are a web 3 card trading game people love ripping packs and i think it is going to be big in 2024 Uh, Sky Weaver is planning some new currencies. They're going to be bringing in some different currencies into these packs. It's going to be interesting to see people open up packs for actual, I don't know, cryptocurrency. We're also going to see a rarity system thrown in, and they have a world championship coming up. So if people like the trading card games, these guys are going to try and push it to the next level. Next up, we have Matic. I talked about this the last couple days. Matic, I think, is a sleeper. It is Polygon's native token. It, While the entire basically crypto market has seen about a 20% retracement, um, Polygon has stayed resilient to that and it continues to surge. It is one of the most undervalued coins I think that we're looking at right now. I don't know if we're going to see these parabolic swings like we do with some of the meme coins, shit coins. But what I do know is that it has been putting in the work, just quietly stacking bricks. And those are going to come to fruition really soon. We are gonna see what, you know, is been erected from all of this building. Sandeep, I follow him pretty pretty intently. Um, I don't know, it wasn't too long ago that he liked one of my tweets. So ever <laughs> since he did that, like I literally follow everything that the guy does. And I'm just a fan of matic and I'm, it, it sucks that the Utes didn't work out on Polygon. I, I, I don't think I don't think the chain was ready for. I don't think it was ready for it yet. I don't know if NFTs are the best use case for it, but being involved with the gaming and some of the underlying things, I think they are going to find a stride. And once they do, they are going to run with it. DeFi losses when we look back at twenty twenty three, they hit one point nine five billion dollars. What sucks about this? I put a chart in my sub stack if you guys are interested. A lot of that, most of it actually is on the Ethereum chain. That That is where people are scammed out of their loot more frequently than anywhere else. Guess who gets scammed out of their loot more than anybody else? You are right. The Bored Apes. So that is just, you know, you know it's funny. We're, hopefully we're going to see some changes moving forward. Um, Vitalik's been in the news. He has... He, he put out a paper the other day, which is definitely worth the read. And it's interesting. I think the sentiment from Vitalik is that as far as the Web3 goes, we have had this weird shift away from decentralization. And if you read through all his stuff, he kind of pins it down on the fact that the ecosystem has started to cater to traders, right? The, 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 The catering to traders is what has changed a lot of this and and basically the high risk traders. So I think in the NFT space, we saw this when Blur popped up and started catering to the high risk traders. It definitely changed our ecosystem. It changed the footprint. It changed how we operate in the system. And I think some of the things that Vitalik is talking about in his paper if you're not super technical, you can look at our NFT ecosystem and kind of watch the impact that Blur has had on the mindset, whether, you know, I don't care what side of the fence you're on, whether it's good because it brings liquidity or bad because it evaporated royalties and just created a different dynamic. I don't care what side of the fence you're on. Just using that as an analogy, it's it it's correlates really well with what Vitalik had to say. So I found that super interesting um the other thing that i love you guys know that i love the google search shit um for the first time ever solana has passed ethereum as the top search term so these things fucking make me super excited one just because i love seeing ecosystems blossom and boom two because google analytics it it tells this underlying story and it, it doesn't mean anything to most people but because i check on this shit every day and look at these different metrics as soon as there's a little shift Sometimes, you know, it's, it's like we'll see a shift, then two weeks later, we'll see a, the reaction in the market. So these things that these search terms, it's kind of like a way to put things on your calendar moving forward is things we might see coming up. Next up, we have Bonk. So Bonk, I think since last Christmas, it has had about a 7,400% surge. What people are calling for, and I wish I'd read this technical analysis last night before I jumped back into Bonk. Is the dead cat bounce. So, if that is coming, there are analysis that say just be careful right now. I saw a bunch of people getting out of some of the riskier meme coins and just deciding I'm going to allocate stuff all back to Bonk just because I think it does have a future. And, (laughs) excuse me, and Bonk absolutely does have a future. So, one of the awesome things about the Bonk token that I think is going to continue to separate it moving forward is the Bonk bot. And if you guys don't know, there's a Telegram bonk bot and it's used for basically it's a snipe trader. It lets you put addresses in and acquire you. you yeah, it's, 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 it's a bot for trading. It's a bot for trading shit coins. A lot of times you jump into these exchanges and whether the back end is radium or Jupiter, sometimes it's it's difficult. It gets clogged, especially with new coins that don't have a lot of liquidity. This bunk bot has the ability to cut through all that stuff. It's really easy to set up. And that alone has brought such a significant amount of volume to that as a decentralized exchange. I think it will be one of the underlying values that bunk continues to have as it rallies. So people are saying we could have this dead cat bounce, meaning it's going to bottom out. And when it starts to go up, don't overextend yourself. Do not think the fucking rally's here. It's time to go all in because it will bounce back down again before it decides to take off. So in the dead cat cat bounce, there's also some interesting stuff that harmonics, it's, it's different ways of trading. But understanding what harmonics are and looking at the M and the W patterns and reading this stuff. And looking at it, not, you know, some of this stuff changes when you're trading on the 15-minute candles, the hour candle, the day candle, the 30-day candles, whatever you're doing. But there's just some different ways to look at this stuff. So the dead cat bounce, they say it's coming, but the thing that is going to pull it back up from that bottom is the bonk bot. So I think that's super interesting stuff. And that is how we do it. It is fucking Friday. It is the last Friday of the year. New Year's is coming up.